You have a very perplexed look on your face right now. What's happening? I was just looking at my email and Tinder sent me an email saying, unlock your special offer today because I deserve 50% off my first month of Tinder gold, you see. You deserve it. I got an email today from Bumble that was like, we miss you, Megan. Oh, while I was on vacation (laughs) in Texas, I got um, a notification from Tinder that they were going to disable my account. Why? Or pause it or something because I hadn't been active on there in a while. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll go look at somebody. (laughs) Then I'll get off for a couple more weeks. I don't know. Let's talk about your vacation in Texas. Oh, it was awesome. I would bet most people who listen to this podcast would not expect you to vacation in Texas. Well, (laughs) fair. You all may remember Brian and Alexia, my brother and wonderful sister-in-law, I guess. We're just going to call her my sister. Sure. She's my fucking sister. They just moved from LA to Austin, Texas. So I went down to visit them. My mom and I flew down on July 1st. You know, to escape the heat of Seattle, we went to Texas. <laughs> we promised we weren't going to talk about that again. <laughs> it's a lovely 70-ish degrees today, by the way. It's perfect. Yeah, but we had a great time. It was my first time in Austin. I've been to Houston once before, which is not as cool. I feel um, like Austin is pretty different than the rest of Texas. I would agree with that. And it is pretty fun. Yeah. So we heard some great music. We had some great food, got to see family and hang out. And it was perfect. Good times. It was a good little getaway. Well, while you were in Austin, I had an interesting interaction with someone from Tinder. Oh, do tell. Speaking of. As if I don't already know. Sort of prompted the idea for this episode. Yes. We got to talking about all things dating and, you know, being podcast hosts and being sex positive. And this guy's really sex positive, too. So we were just talking openly about intimacy and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we started talking about femdom porn which I am not too familiar with. Basically, it's exactly what it sounds like. (laughs) It's female dominant porn. He was telling me about this sexual position, the Amazon, which I was not familiar with. I had never heard of that. At first, I was like, is it a Seattle thing? (laughs) Somebody wearing a courier costume? (laughs) See, my mind went to, this must mean that the woman is very, very tall. Like, how do you accommodate that? That's so stereotypical. (laughs) Well, anyway, I didn't know what it was. And he sent me a link. And I know it sounds creepy because we were just talking, but it wasn't because in the context, it was fine because we were having like a very frank, open conversation. I was like, I don't really know what that is. And he's like, oh, I'll show you. And, you know, he sent me the link. It wasn't like, hey, baby, check this out. You know? (laughs) Should I describe it? It's absolutely the guy has to be really flexible. I will say the guy's like on his back and he's got his legs bent back his knees by his ears. Yeah, really far like we often have to do. (laughs) The chick is like almost crouching on top of him. It's like she's doing squats. Yeah, she's like controlling all the movement. And I would last 0.5 seconds. (laughs) I know. My legs hurt just watching it. Yeah. Michelle and I were talking about how it was surprising that there was this sexual position that neither of us had ever heard of before, which led into a conversation about sexual positions, which led into, of course, a podcast episode about right. sexual positions. Because I was in Austin staying with Brian and Alexia, who are also quite sex positive and very open and super fun. The room I was staying in, in addition to being basically their giant costume closet, which I <laughs> vowed to come downstairs in a different costume every morning. And I got I did. some pretty good photos from I you. Yep. Sailor's hats. Ridiculous. And all kinds of stuff. 
They also had in there this like deck of cards, the Cosmo Kama Sutra sex deck, 99 sex positions that'll blow your mind. And since Megan and I had just been talking about this, I was like, ooh, I'm just going to sit down and look through these. (laughs) 99's a lot. 99's a lot. And some of them were fairly standard things. And then there were a lot that made me go, what the fuck? (laughs) They aren't realistic for normal humans. Right. Yeah. Ooh, you know what? As I'm looking at the photos that I took of some of these cards, they have one called the Erotic Accordion that is quite similar to the Amazon, actually. Oh, yeah, it is. We'll have to post some pictures on our Instagram with all these positions. (laughs) There's some interesting ones. Too many that involve the woman being like head down on the ground and feet up in the air. A lot of like handstand type stuff that just seems like it would be more of a novelty than enjoyable. Right? I have a pretty good um, article here, too, that describes quite a few. So I think we should just, you know, take turns and go through a variety of sex positions. Well, okay, but first, let's go back to the beginning. The very beginning. The beginning of sex? Okay, maybe not that far back. (laughs) The beginning of the Kama Sutra. The Kama Sutra. I think everyone has heard of the Kama Sutra. I hope you have. people have heard of it, but it's different than what they think it is. Right. Yeah. So apparently Kama Sutra stands for Principles of Lust, which I did not know. Remember that Enigma song from back in the day? Oh God, I forgot about Enigma entirely until (laughs) you just said that. The Kama Sutra is an ancient Indian Sanskrit text that is all about sexuality, eroticism, and emotional fulfillment in life. So it's not just about sex or sex positions. It was the original manual on sex positivity. Basically, yeah. I mean, it's very old, right? What year are they estimating it was? 400 to 300 BCE. A hell of a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It embraced homosexuality, bisexuality. Female empowerment. Right. And it was just basically like the original text on having a healthy sex life and integrating intimacy to your regular life is part of your well-being and should be. Right. There's a little piece from Wikipedia here that I just want to read because I I didn't know this and it kind of explained it better to me. It says, The Kama Sutra is neither exclusively nor predominantly a sex manual on sex positions, but written as a guide to the art of living well, the nature of love, finding a life partner, maintaining one's love life, and other aspects pertaining to pleasure-oriented faculties of human life. It sounds very well-rounded. I'm on board. Me too. I'm into it. It's not just a coffee table book full of sex positions. It can be. Well, that's what it's evolved into. Right. But, that's but it's not so what, much more. That's not how it originated. <laughs> right. Okay, now can we talk about sex positions? Yes, of course. One of the many articles we found about sex positions, actually... Not shockingly, there are a lot right. of them out there. So you'd think that I'm about to quote some article from Maxim or something. But sure. in fact, <laughs> this is from Women's Health. And it is called, This is What Your Sex Position Bucket List Should Look Like. <laughs> it's from July of 2020 by Marissa Gainsburg and Nicole Blades. I like that it says, like the sub headline. Is that what that's called? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Says number 23 is a real treat. I can't wait. Oh, number 23 is the butter churner. Oh boy, let's look that up. <laughs> look at the picture. Oh my god, it looks so hard. I could never. Oh. So, I'm gonna do my best to describe this. And we will post some photos of all this. For so, you folks. the woman is laying down on the ground. Would we call that laying? Okay, well, okay, she's on the ground, and basically her shoulders and the back of her biceps, I guess, are on the ground. That's it. Supporting her, her, 
And her back and her torso and everything is up in the air, as are her forearms and her feet. Like ass to the sky. Are like bent backwards behind her head. And the guy (laughs) is like sitting on top of her and he's got his hands, I don't know where, (laughs) hopefully doing something to take away the pain of her laying like that. And I guess I could just read the description. Yeah, I was going to say. It says, lie on your back with your legs raised and folded over so that your ankles are on either side of your head while they squat and dip their penis, strap on dildo or finger in and out of your vagina. Now, the word dip there is very crucial to this picture because that's exactly what is happening. It is like a straight downward dipping. It says, aside from getting that eye contact, the extra rush of blood into your head will increase the ecstasy. No, it won't. Like when you faint? Or because I don't think I could do this very long. No, that looks so uncomfortable. If at all. My God. I mean, some of these you see and you're like, ooh, I could try that. And then you see ones like this and you're like, oh, hell no. No. The only reason anyone would do that is just to say they did it. Right? Okay, you pick one. Let's see. You know, a lot of these really work better if you are a petite person. Oh, yeah, like a spinner? Yes. <laughs> Explain what a spinner is for the people out there who don't know. Well, uh, I think of it in terms of should the woman be on top in the cowgirl position? And then we've all heard of the reverse cowgirl where the woman's on top but facing away from the man's head, right? Right. If you were a petite little spinner, he could maybe spin you from one direction to the other whilst still on his dick. Right. That's sort of what I think of when I think of spinner. Without having to remove anything right. from inside you. Yes. Here's one that's interesting. It's called the stand and deliver. <laughs> okay. At first glance, I guess, sort of a standard situation. It says, with both of you standing, you bend over at the waist and they enter you from behind. Okay. But the picture has the woman bent over at, I'm going to guess a... 45 degree angle. That looks about right. Feet flat on the ground, legs straight up and down, and then her upper body is at like a 45 degree angle. And her arms are up and back towards her ass, and he is holding onto her wrists. I guess that would give him a little more control of the, you should see me rocking in my chair right now. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you have to be the right height for some of these. For sure. How some of them work better if somebody is really teeny. Like this works better if... You're the same height. Right. Or close to the same height. Yes. Like when I dated somebody who was a full foot taller than me, like this would not work. (laughs) That or he'd have incredibly strong quads. Yeah. That's like this position, the ballet dancer. Again, you'd have to be about the same height. So it says, standing on one foot, face your partner and wrap your other leg around their waist while they help support you. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're standing and having sex while you've got one leg wrapped around him. I've done that before. Then it says, if you're really flexible, try putting the raised leg on their shoulder for even deeper penetration or clitoral stimulation during outer course. Outer course. Who could just stand there and throw their leg up on their partner's shoulder? A ballet dancer. <laughs> well, guess what? That's a little ambitious for most people. As I'm looking at this, like, if the man has strong enough upper leg areas, I guess those are called thighs. If the man... (laughs) Anatomy 101. (laughs) If he has strong enough thighs, and he could stay in a more of a squatted position, then he can be, like, thrusting from below you, Mm -hmm. which would be cool. But that's definitely going to be hard on him. (laughs) So I have a question. (laughs) She said hard on. I'm 12. (laughs) So when you first start dating somebody, 
you know, you're in the early days and mm-hmm. everything's fun and crazy and seems like you are willing to try a bunch of shit and keep it interesting. But then after a while, like at what point do you get to where you're like, okay, we know your favorites. We know my favorites. Mm-hmm. We know what gets the job done. We're just not going to deviate from those. I mean, doesn't it seem like the whole concept of trying new positions is sort of lost on people that have been together a long time? Probably. You know, I had a marriage that didn't work out. So (laughs) I can say that we certainly stopped trying new things quite a long time ago. Unless you were forced to, right? Like when you get old or like when you have injuries. Forced to in this context is really the wrong wording, Megan. (laughs) Oh, God, you know what I mean? Like, you have a bad back. I have a bad back, yeah. So has that caused you to have to try some new positions? Um, Like, I couldn't see you doing stand and deliver with your back. I would like to try, but... (laughs) You know, I think maybe because he he would be holding on to my wrists here, he'd be doing some of the work of supporting my back for me. I don't know. Hmm. Um, For me, I definitely need to be cautious... You know, I'm because of my back, I'm not uber flexible. Not that I ever was, but certainly not as much as I used to be. But I'm also 42, so that doesn't help. <laughs> but I just kind of can't take it, whatever position it is, take it. I can take it. <laughs> but I can't take the position to like that last, you know, 10% of whatever bending or crunching or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We were talking about the knees by the shoulders. I just sort of have to be cautious that I'm not folding myself in a way that I shouldn't. Right. (laughs) Did you know that there is a show called Sex Sent Me to the ER? What? (laughs) It's been on for years. I can't remember what network it's on. It's like TLC or something. Probably because that's definitely for learning. (laughs) But yeah, there is a show called Sex Sent Me to the ER and it's a reality show about shit that people are doing having Hmm. sex where they get into a situation where they need a doctor's help i know somebody who broke his penis twice trigger warning it's a muscle right it's not a bone how do you break your penis Right. right so what happened from what i understand was there was some intense pounding going on okay he pulled out this was not with me this was a good friend he and his girlfriend described the whole thing to me later on. Okay. Um, in his thrusting, he was pulling like all the way out and then going back in. Oh, God. And <laughs> instead of hitting the hole at one point, <laughs> except that this happened two different times. Oh, my God. With the same girl? Mm-hmm. Okay. He missed and probably bruised her in some part of her area. But also, essentially what happened was there's like a, a some sort of membrane or something that what? like split what yeah so you're not breaking a bone obviously but there are pieces that are holding things in and together i don't know sorry (laughs) so wait did he go to the hospital oh yeah went to the er yeah he was out of commission for a while everything was real swollen and he had to be sure not to get an erection which is impossible as a dude i mean it just happens in your sleep right oh my god yeah so and then he broke it again again did they break up Probably not because of that, but yes. <laughs> well, two broken penises should lead to a breakup, if you ask me. Yes, they are not together. Well, I have a question for you. Okay. Are I you never good? broke anyone's penis. <laughs> um, what's your favorite position? Wow, we're just getting right to Let's it. Let's do it. I mean, uh, I think I know the answer. <laughs> you probably do. Uh, doggy. Mm-hmm. How about you? You know... I kind this of... real ha- careful consideration. Yeah. Well, because it's not a one and done answer. I like to switch it up a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm not saying that's the only position I like to have sex in. I don't think I could put one over the other. So basically what you're saying is that was a trick question. No, no, no. I'm going to (laughs) answer. I'm just going to have more than one answer. 
I actually, boring as it may seem, really love missionary. A lot of people love that position. It's fucking great. And I do, you know, as far as my legs can get up in the air because of my (laughs) stupid back. I do enjoy that. Should some icy hot on it before you (laughs) Okay, just quick sidebar. You got to be really careful with that because (laughs) if someone is putting icy hot on you somewhere that you can't reach or you're putting it on yourself and then you're getting into sexy time. But there's icy hot on your hands. Yeah. Guess what happens then? (laughs) You're saying this as if you've had this experience. Mm -hmm, Okay. mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not super comfortable. (laughs) Not ER worthy, but you might need, you know, like a washcloth and a break. A little quick cold shower. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. You can do that. You just got to be really sure you wash your hands thoroughly before you've (laughs) got it. I'm glad you've already considered and tested. Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of an accidental testing, but it was a long time ago. Okay. Anyway. So yes to missionary. Yes to doggy style um hi mom um <laughs> <laughs> she's throbbing like oh god she knows us and uh what do they call it the prone bone oh is yeah is that right <laughs> so it's like when you're in doggy style but then you kind of both lay down flat so the woman's on her stomach mm-hmm. or the receiver sorry is on her their stomach <laughs> also i think the prone bone is what a bunch of frat boys calls it but <laughs> I mean, whatever. Keep describing. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking I'd about. I'd never heard of it. But yeah, so I would be face down and the man would be behind me. Also basically lying down on top of me. So it's like you're in doggy style and then everyone just goes flat. Right. Right. Sometimes that just happens naturally after a long time of being True story. in doggy style. I will say it seems like that. And gentlemen out there, correct me if I'm wrong. It seems kind of like a preferred way to finish for Uh, the man. Yeah, I I think they enjoy it. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I like that. Also, a nice spoon. Oh, yeah. From behind. I'm laying on my side. Nobody has to work that hard. You're tired. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Well, speaking of hitting it from behind, Mm. what about in the behind? In the behind? Well, I mean, how graphic are we going to get here? Obviously, there are going to be, you know, positions that are better for that than others. Sure. Right. And, um, you know, without getting into too much personal detail, (laughs) I think I would just recommend that everyone be relaxed. Have a drink. Have a drink. If you do that, um, have some tea. Nice calming (laughs) chamomile. I don't know. You want to be relaxed. You want to ease into things, (laughs) as it were. Easy. And definitely make sure things are uh, lubricated. Yeah. So take it slow. Take it easy. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are on principle very anti. Mm -hmm. I used to be. But I think it can add a little something to a repertoire. There's a time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like you said with, you know, couples that have been together for a long time and maybe they don't try new stuff that much anymore. And that could be something that you could spice it up. So while we're being graphic, Mm, excellent. this, this doesn't really, this isn't a position thing, but just curious because there's so much controversy about this as well. What about sex on a period? Oh, um, because in my experience, guys are either like, I totally don't care right. or get the fuck away from me till that's over. There's not a lot of like middle ground there. Yeah, and women are kind of like that, too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just a completely personal preference. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. I think if you have a really heavy flow and it's day two, maybe you want to <laughs> avoid, you know, just for that day. I don't know. I, I don't. It, it does kind of matter like at what juncture of the period you're <laughs> exactly. at. Like, is it? your first day is it your last day yeah i don't think it's that big a deal i have encountered men who feel both ways and who don't want anything to do with it yeah and others who they don't care 
I, I guess I could see where a guy wouldn't want anything to do with it because it's messy, right? It's messy. And Obviously, it is like literally the most natural thing that can happen in the world. It's the reason we're all here, right? But it is kind of gross. <laughs> so <laughs> if somebody had a weak stomach or a super misogynistic father and <laughs> whatever, like they might just have hangups about it. Which aren't necessarily bad, they just but are. what people might not realize is that now there is alternatives to like tampons and pads mm-hmm. and things that you can wear and have sex while on your period and yes. it will block that. What is that? Flex. Flex. Yes. So I got some. Did you try the one I gave you? No. Explain how it works. Okay. So it basically looks like a little, like a diaphragm almost. It's like a little round shield almost. Yeah. It's got a ring that you can kind of squeeze it and make it. It's flexible. Fle- it's flexible. You can squeeze it and make it, l- you know, long and thin to insert it. Mm-hmm. And then there's this very thin thin it's probably not plastic i'm not sure what material it is but little bowl right almost like cellophane but not it's crinkly it's kind of crinkly you squish it till it's like a flat line and you pop it up in there and you have to get it basically up over your cervix and i was successful exactly one time (laughs) and it was great and then every time that i've tried it after that which frankly hasn't been that many but it has not worked very well and Definitely, if somebody tried to put themselves in me, it would uh, <laughs> well, it would I, be felt. <laughs> I've heard it takes a lot of practice, right? But that once you I had get, beginner's luck, and then never again. Well, once you get good at it, then it's easy. But mm-hmm. I have talked to girls who have used that and had sex when they're on their period, and yeah. they said their partner didn't even know exactly that they were on their period. Yeah, that that was the f- first time I used it. That's exactly it's, what happened. It's like a shield, basically, mm-hmm. against that. So if you're not squeamish and you're really willing to get up in there, <laughs> because you, the removal yeah. is not pleasant either, from what I've heard. They recommend you do it in the shower. I mean, it can be messy, right? Yeah, looks like a murder scene. You wouldn't necessarily want to do it in like a public restroom. But that's one way that you could have sex on your period and not have it be messy during sex. Totally. And maybe your partner doesn't even know. Right. And if you're with that partner long enough, maybe you have some conversations and get okay with it because it's a natural thing. (laughs) So don't worry about it. Yeah, sure. I'll get down off this soapbox. There's that too. Because you, you could put the flex in and be totally mess-free, or you could just throw a fucking towel down and call it a day. I mean, it's never totally mess-free, right? But I, Sure, there's are... always a wet spot. <laughs> Somehow I always end up in it. I mean, <laughs> or your what foot is that? or something. Well, I have some friends that always put a towel down before they have sex. Every time? Yeah, I think so. Do they just not ever want to wash their sheets? I think they're just wanting to keep things nice and clean and fresh and... I don't know. Maybe their kids come crawl in bed with them. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's fair. I can't imagine doing it every time. Well, it's not very spontaneous. Exactly. Yeah. There's a whole lot of like, okay, hold on. Let me just get this all set up. Although some people prefer not spontaneous because I do have a friend that schedules sex. That's right. I think we've talked about this before. Yep. It goes in her planner. She's been married for a long time. Right. So she's more like up for it and open to it if she knows it's happening rather than the spontaneous yeah. Which I think a lot of people would be the other way around. But for her, she likes it calendared. Sure. You <laughs> she know, likes to check it off her to-do list. I get that. And then she knows that she's going to have the sex. Her and her husband are both going to be satisfied. It's going to get done. They're going to have a healthy sex life. And then at when it's time to go to bed, she can go to bed. <laughs> yeah. She likes yeah. to schedule it, man. I get it. I get it. I, I don't 
you know, personally live that way, but I totally do understand. I, I think that there are a lot of people who need to know what's coming. Well, I also think that if you've been married a really long time, which True. they have. True. If you don't make some kind of effort, whether it's scheduling it or something else, then it's easy for the frequency of it to Dwindle. drop and drop and drop, right? I'm familiar. <laughs> what? Speaking of which, still thirsty, everybody. <laughs> Just putting that out there. <laughs> Michelle's ready. Just drink this Prosecco. It's until... hot girl summer over here. <laughs> fuck right. Fuck right. What? Fucking right. I like fuck right. Fuck right. I don't know what's happening today. The name of this episode. Fuck, fuck right. right. Well, if you fuck right. That's right. Then you fuck left and then you fuck upside down and then you fuck. <laughs> and then you fuck in a handstand. <laughs> And no. then you're a ballet dancer. Not today. <laughs> I think this hot girl summer is not going in that direction. I don't know. It's early. It's early. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting started. Oh, God. What about sex in water? Okay. I think, first of all, I'm somewhat of an expert because I have a hot tub. Yes, you are. <laughs> don't worry, friends that sit in my hot tub. I don't like, there's not... You're not going to get pregnant when you sit in my hot tub. I'm more worried about gonorrhea. (laughs) Hey, hey, come on. (laughs) Tested regularly. Also, just FYI, everybody, she cleans her hot tub more often than anyone I've ever known with a hot tub. Pretty meticulous She is. She takes very good care of it and is very um, hospitable for the rest of us without sperm in it. It does not have sperm in it. That's what I'm saying. It does not. Because what I'm going to say is that I think that having sex in water, whether it be like a pool, a hot tub, a shower, whatever, Mm -hmm. is actually not very comfortable. No. Because water is not lubricating as you would think. It's actually kind of drying for that area. It washes your lubrication away. So I would say, at least for me, the whole concept of sexy time in water is more like a foreplay situation. Yes, that sounds lovely. Having sex in the water, not so much. What about, and you know, maybe you've not never done this, so I don't know. What about if you're sitting in the water and someone basically scuba dives to give you head under <laughs> you the water? You know I have done that, you <laughs> <laughs> Well, that can be amazing. <laughs> I just don't understand how he didn't die. I wasn't questioning anything at the moment. Fair enough. <laughs> it's not your decision. <laughs> That's right. I just, you know, sometimes... Sometimes you just got to sit back. You just got to go with the flow. (laughs) Okay. On that note. Or anything else is revealed. Right. Right. Um, We have a short week to edit because we put this off longer than we normally do. So we're going to cut it early. But you guys should all check us out online at ProseccoTheory.com. Go to the social media channels at ProseccoTheory. And uh, check out Tee Public. Maybe get yourself a fucking wind tote bag or tank top. Tank top. Or it a, is that hot girl summer. So that's right. Nice tank tops. A nice uh, logo travel mug. <laughs> We've got it all. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, all that jazz. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, let us know what your favorite sex positions are, and we'll post some pictures on Instagram. Of these cards that I found. And if you try any of them, also let us know. Absolutely. Please get in touch. If you're a spinner, you're a good (gasps) candidate. Maybe we could even have you on the podcast. We could interview a spinner. (laughs) We could do a whole spinners episode. That'd be amazing. Could be like a sideshow, like spinning platters. (laughs) (laughs) There's just girls spinning all over the place. We'll have to make the jump to YouTube for that. (laughs) 
Probably wouldn't be as good if I'm you're not, just describing it. I'm not sure if we're ready. <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Well, Megan, cheers, cheers to Amazon and the prone bone and whatever the fuck else. <laughs> yeah.